Hey, welcome back to Confidence in Christ with Kayla. Today is Thursday of Holy Week, so we are going to keep diving into it. And it is a big day, a big scripture day, actually. So we are going to dive right in. I'm going to be reading two kind of chunks of scripture. They're both found in Luke 22. The first section is 14 through 23. And then the second set I'm going to read is 39 through 53. So sit back and enjoy listening to this. It says, starting in verse 14, When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you, for I tell you I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine on this table. The Son of Man will go as it has been decreed, but woe to the man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves which of them it might be who would do this. And moving to verse 39, it says, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On on reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw behind them, knelt down, and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him, and Being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard, and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. Whew, there is a lot to unpackage there, and we aren't going to take time to do it all. So I really, really encourage you to go back through and read those verses. Um, It started off with communion, where Jesus broke the bread and he took the wine and he said, Do this in remembrance of me. The bread is his body, which breaks on the cross here in one day. And the blood is represented, the blood he poured out by the wine. And he wanted his disciples and us to take that and remember the blood he shed and how his body broke for our sins. That was the price 
that we should have paid, that he is going to pay for us and did pay for us. I talk like it's happening because it's Holy Week, but it already happened thousands of years ago. Praise him. And then we jump ahead in scripture and it talked a little bit about um, when Jesus went up to pray on the Mount of Olives. He knew that Judas was getting ready to go and betray him. He knew exactly what was going to happen. And he went and I think the part that I always stick to the most is when Jesus kneels down and he prays and he says, God, if you will take this cup from me, please do it. And he's saying like, if there is any other possible way for these people to be saved and not go to eternal damnation, like, please, let's take that route because I really don't want to do this. And then in the same breath, he says, but father, not my will, but yours be done. And that not only was just for him, but that's an example for us too. We have our plans. We have our own will that we want to carry out. And Jesus we need to reflect him and be like, you know what, God, I don't really like what it looks like is coming, but it's if it's your will, I want to carry it out because I know it's perfect and I know it's going to serve you and just proclaim your kingdom even more. And then it goes down to where Jesus gets arrested and Judas comes in, he betrays him with a kiss and his um, Jesus' disciples, um, Peter, James, and John are there with him. And the one pulls a sword and cuts one of the guy's ears off trying to um, arrest Jesus. And Jesus says, wait, no, we are not doing this. And he grabs the man and he heals him. And then Jesus straight up asks the high priest, he goes, am I leading a rebellion? You've been around me all week watching me preach in the temple and you didn't touch me. And he goes, but you know what? This is what was foretold all those years ago, that this must happen to the Son of Man, and here I am, the Son of Man, and I have to fulfill what was written. And once again, it goes back to that, it's not my will, but yours, Father, and I want to just do your will. So I pray that this just fills you with curiosity to dive in and really look at the scripture with Jesus, and to also just kind of sit there and realize the gravity of what's happening because what a heavy, heavy night for Jesus this Thursday was because there's a whole bunch more coming tomorrow. But man, what a heavy day to be betrayed by a friend and just, it was a lot. And in the end, he chose God's will over his own. And that is something to be confident in. A God who is willing to sacrifice himself for you and for me.